Hello, good evening again, wonderful listeners, and welcome to a really, really special edition of Up You With Ezine. Can you believe it? We are one month old on radio. Hope you all had a productive week. How is your weekend shaping up? Is our hour on radio, and I'm here again to keep you company. So come on, let's do this show, beautiful people. Finding self, finding purpose. My name is Ezine Kufrekanem, and I'm your host. Today, our topic today is actually a question, a very deep question. But before I go there, let me just remind you that um, last week was Woman Stand Up. The week before that was Who Sold Us This Lie? And then it was A Woman's Right to Her Dream. All conversations are up now on our Instagram um, on our YouTube page, up here with Azine. So please, if you dim, if you missed it live, go on over there and catch it. Okay. So our topic today, like I said, is a deep question. Woman, what is your excuse? What is your excuse? But first of all, um, let us even define what is an excuse. And by the way, uh, just to remind you, we're streaming on Instagram at Up You With Ezine, on Facebook at WFM 91.7 and at Radio Garden. So what is your excuse and what is an excuse? You know, those things we say to use and dodge from doing some things, you know, like I would have done this, but for this, had it been I was born with a silver spoon, I would have done this. You know, if I wasn't fat, dark, tall, cross-eyed, I would have been famous. I would have been living my dreams and all of that. You know, we, we because I didn't go to school, you know, we all make those excuses. I don't know which one is yours, but you know, we make those excuses and we all have them. It's okay every now and then, but it's not okay to have excuses, cripple us and then keep us down. Um, so, um, excuses have been there from time immemorial, you know. We all remember this classical one, it is the woman you gave me, you know. And I'm sure we know, give me porridge. Who cares about bath right just give me porridge i'm famished and then we know am i my brother's keeper all those things are excuses the excuses that we make to keep from doing things but while we're making these excuses some other persons are climbing on top of these excuses they're ditching them and they are rising above them and they're going ahead and doing things Ordinarily, one would think and sometimes expect that someone living with one form of disability or the other will be full of excuses and not rise up to live their life or their dreams. Many people with disabilities or who are differently abled, that is the term I actually prefer, are not living their dreams due to socioeconomic and political barriers. But there are yet many others who have surmounted these obstacles to live the lives they have always hoped for. We all know of the Paralympics who have won over 34 medals for the country. We all know of Lois Uta, who incidentally is my colleague uh, on uh, the Technical Committee for the Federal Ministry of Women Affairs. It's on history that she is the first lady uh, who is differently abled, who has run for a political office in this country. You know, and her slogan is from where I stand, disability will not stop me from achieving my dreams. And she's standing, seated on her wheelchair. And there are many, many more women like her who are not making excuses, who are going ahead and living their lives, even though they have one form of disability or another. Our guest today 
is one of such persons. Now the topic on the burner is woman. What is your excuse? And joining me via the telephone is Ihoma Susan Kelechi. She holds a BSc, D, and PGD genetic counseling from the University of Lagos. An OND computer science from Yaba Tech. Ihoma is a polio survivor. Let me call her Susan. Susan is an epitome of productivity in disability, proving that disability isn't a barrier or an excuse for laxity or sloppiness of any kind. She's diligent with an impeccable punctuality record to work, task, assignments, events, and she's won several awards in this respect. Her wrestling to survive in an environment where there are no jobs, even for persons living without disability, led her to volunteer with Lagos State Government in the health and educational sectors, where she served meritoriously for seven years. Kelechi is a voice in the advocacy for persons with disability, especially vulnerable girls and women who might not be able to speak for themselves. In her words, she says, we rise by lifting others. A true Nigerian, she speaks the three major languages, Hausa, Igbo, and Yoruba fluently. I will soon add sign language to her feathers. She's a proud volunteer uh, with Speaking Fingers Network, where she serves as technical advisor, joint national association of persons with disabilities, a platform she has leveraged to gather value-added experiences from various lifelong training and workplace inclusion advocacy within and outside the country. She's the director of programs for Network of Disabled Women in Nigeria and executive director of Susan's Unique Oasis Foundation, a legacy she hopes will outlive her in advocacy. And somebody dares call her disabled? I say differently abled, please. Dear listeners, please join me to welcome our special guest this afternoon, Kelechi Ihoma Susan. Good evening, Susan. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good evening, Mezine. Good evening, listeners. Good evening, everyone. It's good to be here. Honestly, it's good to have you, my unique Susie, like I like to call you, my Amazon, <laughs> the phenomenal Susan. It's good to have you today. Thank you so much. How was your week? Very well, thank God. Okay. Uh, so, and how are you enjoying the weekend? I'm trying to rest, at least from all the jobs going up and down, I'm trying to rest and cool off. Ah, okay. All right. So we'll make this nappy so that you can still get to enjoy your rest, right? No problem at all. No problem. All right, Susan, you know, um, I've been following you for quite a time and I've, I've just always wondered, how does she do all of this? We all have 24 hours. How does this young lady get so much done and is still doing so much? You know, I'm, I'm kind of in awe of you, <laughs> you know, and, and I keep saying to myself, I keep making excuses. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll get to it tomorrow. No, but you just keep biting. You know, even with your opening statement now, you said you want to rest from all the jobs and people are commenting that they don't have jobs and you have all the jobs. Susan, please tell me about yourself. Tell us a bit about yourself. Thank you so much, Ezine. Now you're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well. Okay. So, Susan is um, a polio survivor, like you rightly said. Mm-hmm. I am the first of five children, and I am 
I had polio. I was not born with polio. Mm-hmm. I had polio when I was three years plus mm-hmm. because I did not get um, vaccines. I was born in the north. I was born in Kano, to be precise. Okay. And so I didn't get the vaccine for poliomyelitis. And so three years plus down the line, I fell ill. I was taken to a general hospital where I was given injection and within the next or less than 24 hours I lost my legs I couldn't use my legs anymore yes that is in a nutshell what happened like we went to church of course I went to pre-nursery like Friday and on Sunday we went to church came back I was down with fever we went to the hospital and by the time I was given that injection and all like two. By the time we got home, my mom said she just wanted me to sleep and rest. Mm-hmm. And so by the next morning, she wanted me to be up early so she could um, give me a bath and then feed me before I go f- to school. Unfortunately, I couldn't stand anymore. And so that was where my journey with polio started oh, in Kano State. Yes. Oh, dear. So, you were born normal. You This happened to you at about three years plus? Yes. Wow. Wow. But we thank God that you survived. Absolutely. And we thank God that he has nothing on your spirit. <laughs> My God's grace, yes. God is helping me. Um, I just learned now that you're the first of five children. Yes. Okay, so does any other person in the family have polio? No. You're just the no, only one. Nobody. Okay. Yes, I am. You're the unique one. Oh my God, this. <laughs> Alright, so my, my next question to you, naturally, as a follow-up of the first one is, did polio leave you with any lasting aftermath? And how have you been coping with it? Wow. It's, um, the aftermath for me would be, um, yes, now I am strong. I am an advocate and all of that, but it didn't start that way. Mm-hmm. I had my days where I stayed in isolation. I had my days where I just went into my shell because of a lot of discrimination. We know what it is. You know, you understand that you move about differently. You have certain pains you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Even when you make up and you're looking all beautiful and all, there are certain things and I must you can't come out to tell the world. You are beauty. You are beautiful. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yes, please go on. So, so, there are certain things you don't come out to tell the world that this, but in reality, you need certain level of um, therapy because we're looking at post-polio, mm-hmm. post-polio syndrome, mm-hmm. which is what is even much more important. And of course, this is Nigeria. We don't have any form of social protection mm-hmm. at all. To say maybe if you need medications, if you need to see a physiotherapist or whatever, how do you cope, especially when the weather is cold, when all your joints are aching okay. and you have to depend solely on analgesic to step out of the house each day and maybe I might be a facilitator somewhere or I might have somewhere that I have to go for an advocacy and all of that. I just have to come out smiling and all of that. I'm not going to go there and tell them, oh, my legs are hurting or oh, this is happening. So it has its own um, shortcomings, if I'm not put it that way. 
it actually has its own but each day we just come out to tell the world that yes i'm here and my dreams are valid polio or not i'm a survivor my god i like that i like that last statement every day despite the pain you come out every day to tell the world yes i'm here my dreams are valid i'm a polio survivor kelechi i salute you thank you so I much salute thank you. you i salute you because i mean uh there are lots of people who don't even have the pain that you have but yet they are not doing half what half of what you're doing so i salute you that your spirit is really uh great is a great one is a great spirit that is on the inside of you and you realize this and you just keep going every day all right Absolutely. Um, hmm. <laughs> i um, i'm even questioning myself right now <laughs> I'm, I'm questioning you don't my, need to i'm questioning you don't, myself you don't need to. You're doing amazing, no, i'm questioning myself You're as doing. in someone is carrying all this pain and still able okay let's let's just keep going you know so <laughs> with all these accomplishments that you have done you've learned how to speak hausa um, yoruba Igbo. you're adding sign language i know you're learning all these things so that you can be able to keep advocating for the people that you advocate for and then you've gone to school you've learned counseling it means that you're actually trying to get people to be emotionally stable to be able to cope with their lives and you know their particular um issues you know for lack of a better word um so are there women that have inspired you did you find any inspiration or you know in our climb that pushes you urges you to just keep going you know in in all of these times what really was the breaking point where you said you know what i'm gonna stand up i'm gonna stop making excuses and i'm gonna find my greatness what what was your inspiration now, um, first and foremost, my the greatest person who has ever inspired me, may God rest her soul, is Pastor Bimbo Dukoya. Amen. You know, I was always watching singles and married, and you know, she had a lot. She had a lot. Looking back at those years, I learned so much. And having to learn those things and reading, I read from Maya Angelou. And so these women had different things going for them. And so when I listened to Pastor Bimbo using the word of God as a yardstick, I had to ask myself, you can't keep staying in isolation. Keep putting yourself in a box. Yes, we understand the fact that we live in a patriarchal society. This is Africa, this is Nigeria, where women face triple jeopardy, whether we believe it or not, we face triple jeopardy, especially women with disabilities. So during my university years as an undergraduate, after going through my challenges in Yabaton, because I had my OMD before going further to University of Lagos for my mm-hmm. degree. And so I had to look at myself. I saw all the challenges I had to go through daily. 
Though I must say that University of Lagos is one of the most inclusive universities you can think about for any person living with a disability. Yay! Yes. You guys heard it first yes. from Kelechi. So if you're looking yes. to go to a uni, University of Lagos is so inclusive. Very, very inclusive. So by the time I, even with the inclusive state, I still knew that there were so many challenges. So the breaking point for me where I had to just stand up was when I did my project. Mm -hmm. I had to do a project on the challenges because I knew that going for my lectures and everything, even within the campus, was a huge challenge for me. Of course, I don't have a car Mm -hmm. and all of that. So I had to work on the level of accessibility to persons with disability, both in University of Lagos and our campus at Diaraba, where we have the medical school. I wanted, it was the first of its kind, of course. Nobody had worked on it. Nobody was looking in that direction. But I wanted to know how it affects our level of education and how productive we are in, we go in our academics based on our level of accessibility. So that was where I had to have an interactive session with different persons with disability in the design campus and Ibiaraba. And that actually gave me strength to say, okay, I can still keep firing on even after school. Well done, well done, well done, Kelichi. Well done. Honestly, sincerely well done. So uh, what I'm hearing here is you had very strong women role models, like the two you mentioned, you know, and so from them you drew strength and then when you were doing your project you interviewed other people and then you saw their shortcomings and everything and you drew strength because there was something that was ignited in you to do well and be able to speak for them um i see that you volunteered (laughs) when i read your cv i was like what is she talking about she's you you went like in a place where there's even work, no work for the people who are even uh, abled, not to mention the people who are disabled, you know, you decided you were not going to wait around and wait for uh, anybody to be tossing you up and down. So you decided to volunteer your time and your talents, you know, that spoke volumes about the kind of person you are, because most people now would rather not even work. And then when they're not even getting the job anyway, they won't even volunteer. But you decided, you know, I'm going to be productive. And you volunteered for Lagos State in the health and education sector. And you did that diligently for seven years and even won awards. That is very commendable, yeah. you know. Thank so, you. Thank you. why did you do that? Why did you volunteer? And what did you learn from volunteering? And would you advise other people to do the same thing? Okay, thank you so much. The truth is, just like I said, because whatever I write is who I am. Mm -hmm. We know what the society is. We know the rate of unemployment. Mm -hmm. And because I'm a person with disability, I've gone through several discrimination, stigmatization and all. I've applied online for jobs. And, you know, they have so much to say and they invite me physically. And by the time I get to the venue, once I step in, their face drops. Their face drops because instead of speaking to me, having interactions to know the value I'm bringing to that organization, they are looking at my legs. 
My legs are bent because of polio. My legs has nothing to do with the potential that God has given to me. My legs has nothing to do with the advocacy I have to give. My legs has nothing to do with what I have to do within and outside the shores of Nigeria. Who knows? There might be a child who whose parents lock up inside the house because they think that child is not productive, because they think that person cannot amount to anything. Now I'm not speaking just to persons with disability, I'm even speaking on a general basis. So many people just withdraw into their shells. So I look at myself, and mind you, as in, I just survived an accident at the time. A life-threatening accident that even made me, my hands, I had to learn how to use my walking sticks that I use. In fact, that, that is a story for another day. Let me not go into that at oh, all. Wow. So by the time I recuperated, I looked at myself and I was wondering, I was trying to send CVs and here, here and there, and the discrimination and everything was everywhere, was staring at me in the face. And because I was not ready to back off, I was not ready to step down. My parents were also helpful. My mom went to work, got a, a newspaper and came home with it. I was like, ah, because she called me sister. So she came home and she gave me the paper, said, sister, look at that um, opportunity I see there. Mm -hmm. There's this volunteer stuff, mm -hmm. you know, for teachers in Lagos State. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should even try that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I applied. Of course, they didn't see me. I applied online and all of that. And when it was time, I went. And I was the only lady. It's a World Bank assisted project. Mm -hmm. I was the only, it's the Lagos, um, the Lagos volunteer teaching scheme that was ongoing at the time. So I was um, able to get the job. And good for me, they posted me within my local government of residence here in Lagos, which is Koshofe. Mm -hmm. Now, being my local government of residence, you know how it is to leave Ojota and get to Maryland. I was saddled with the responsibility of crossing the roads, taking public transport and all of that. But I, mean, I had to validate myself. I had to put myself out there. Nobody will come into my father's house to know that I am a graduate. Nobody will come into my father's house to say, oh, she's a good teacher or she's good at this or that. So I had to put myself out there and I'm encouraging everybody to put yourself out there. Nobody will know your value except you say, I am there. I have this to bring to the table and that was exactly what I did between 2010 to 2016 well as a volunteer teacher. Well done, well done. Two things I, I'm taking out of what you just said now. Nobody will know you're there and nobody will know your value except if you put yourself out there. And the second one is polio doesn't affect someone's brain. It's just the person's legs, it's mobility. And so disability doesn't mean that the person is not productive. We have to look beyond the physical my dear listeners, everybody out there, we have to look beyond the physical because Kelechi has a lot to give and other people like Kelechi have a lot to give. I hope you have your pads and your pens. I hope you're jotting down the nuggets that Kelechi is dishing out to us. And please start getting your questions ready. In case you're just joining us, this is Up You with Azine. The phone lines are still open. The numbers to call are 07000 917 917. 
0902562545. The number to text is 0703175637. Kelechi, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okie dokie. I have some questions for you already from the WhatsApp platform. Uh, my people don't waste time. They're already training at you. So, um, okay, just before we go there, there's a call. So we take the call first. Okay. Okay, my name is Frank. I'm calling from Mahabulegba right now. Just say good evening to Kelechi. <laughs> Kelechi, can you hear Frank? He's uh, saying hello to courage, you. I admire your admire your strength. Hey, so Frank, good to have you. Thank you for joining me. You are not the one. We are not the one encouraging you. I'm able to, let me use the word, I'm able to body, but you just give me encouragement that even I can't find among my able-bodied colleagues. So you see, you are the one encouraging us. I, I salute your courage and I salute your strength. You, you are indeed a woman of value and a woman of valor. And I pray that God Thank will continue you to so strengthen much. you far Thank more. You, you said so things that ordinarily I don't even look at that. Me, I, I say I'm a so, You know, isn't it, disability is not the thing of, it's the thing of the mind. Frank, I wish you could see me. I'm actually dancing here because I, I, I feel you. I understand where you're coming from. It's, it's a thing of the mind. It's yeah. You say somebody is disabled. Look at what she's achieving. You look at you that you say you are able. Then what have you achieved? Bam. What have you really achieved? But she's not disabled. I believe we are the ones that are disabled because we've not done anything. As in, as in uh, Kelechi, more strength, more vigor, and continue to be out there for us. Because we need people like you. We Thanks. so called everybody. We need people like you to remind us that we need to do much more for ourselves. I say, God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Thank you Frank. And that's why I say that differently abled. That was Kelechi. You, you heard all that, right? Clearly. Please don't get emotional on me already. <laughs> that was Frank echoing or mirroring my thoughts exactly. I'm thinking, wow. Thank God somebody else is feeling it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not crazy like that, yeah? Okay, so a question from WhatsApp. Over 1 billion people are estimated to have ex, uh, to to be disabled all over the world or have one form of disability or the other. In Nigeria, we hear over 10 million people. What do you think? No, we are over 31 million. Over 31 million. This person, Lola, is writing from Arepo. So Lola actually said 10 million. Okay, so Lola, the right figure is over 31 million. Uh, this person is killing my question. Okay, but I will just let her since she asked it. <laughs> what do you think the government can do better, Lola from Arepo? Thank you so much, Lola, for that question. And um, yes, we are over 31 million persons with disability. The word is persons with disability. Now, in um, Nigeria just signed the National Disability, um, disability Act in 2019, which is barely two years this year. Mm -hmm. So, and in Lagos State in particular, we have the Lagos State Special People's Law, which has marked 10 years, which is a law that protects our rights as persons with disability. Now, for the National Disability Act, the most important thing that the government can do for us and should be doing for us as persons with disabilities is help us implement this act. If they implement it, all areas, both health, education, um, employment, aviation, and what have you, persons with disabilities would live productive life. 
we will thrive independently. That is the most important thing. We have a national commission for persons with disability. Let them support them. Let them monitor and evaluate to see that what we have in the act is what is being implemented for persons with disability. That is the only thing the government can do to help us lead productive lives. Thank you. And this is why uh, Lois Otter ran for uh, a position to be able to, to sit down and uh, ensure inclusion for yes. um, persons with disability. Okay, so yes. the um, my the next question from Shola in Ikeja is, did you feel like joining the towel on life and your future at some point before now? Thank you, Lola, for joining in. The, the answer is yes. I am human, I have blood and water flowing through my veins. The fact that I sound strong, the, the fact that I am stronger by the day, it's a, a real product of each day, reassuring myself and reaffirming the word of God concerning my life and concerning why that single injection that disfigured my leg did not take my life. So it's not as if I've not had it to some point where I feel, oh God, why me? I have that. But in the midst of it all, I find a way to bring in the word of God that has reassured me over the years that I can do all things. He didn't say some things. The fact that he covered all things through Christ that strengthens me is enough for me. And he tells me that no matter what polio does, that I would find a way to do all things according to Christ who strengthens me daily. Thank you. Hmm. Uh, I need to call on Frank again. I hope he's still listening. Because honestly, Frank, I, I, I'm sitting on the edge of my chair. Uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> Kelechi is talking to us. Kelechi is saying that it's a daily thing to reaffirm yourself. It's something you do daily. So there's even Absolutely. there's no space for I want to give up. It, it, it might come no. up, but you just say to yourself, no. you know what? So long as it's today, I will do the today's own, you know. So, Absolutely. And, and, and you've been doing great. You've been doing great. So um, let's go back to the questions while we wait for them. My questions to you. Um, of course, you've just told us that you think the government can do more. So I'm not going to ask you that question anymore. So you think the government can do more as regards people with um, disability. And uh, so... I, I also noticed that you describe yourself as a voice. Yes. You deliberately say you are a voice and that you speak for women and girls with disability who may not be able to speak for themselves. And so my question is, at what point did you realize that you had a voice? At what point did you make that decision after your revelation that you use your voice for others? for yourself and for others at what point when thank you so much Ezimi. Mm -hmm. at the point where i had so many disappointments i'm a woman and from um university days and OND days so many people would always um would tell me you are beautiful and all of that and you know when it comes to be working with you on the road they don't want to work with you on the road, isn't it? Mm -hmm. They want to come in secretly. They want to come in secretly and sneak out. And in my head, I'm asking myself, can this be what God plans for me? 
who knows how many other women who you know there's so much pressure all around and you know when i was answering earlier i said women with disabilities face triple jeopardy because we live in a patriarchal society one we are women of course women are seen we are the second class citizens because of the patriarchy we face now you have a disability that is number two number three your socioeconomic status puts you at a disadvantage that people always find a way to rub it in that oh no without me they can't do this they can't do that who says that who says that as a woman and that is why i would keep um, um talking about pastor bimbo dukoya mm-hmm. she wasn't actually talking to women with disabilities but i picked that and keep into it as a woman with disability mm-hmm. who says i cannot do well who says i cannot thrive at some point one of our teachings she would ask us why we would give up ourselves because of a cup of ice cream and meat pie mm-hmm. and that's talk that's talk like how would women with disability i understand the socioeconomic status it is not funny at all mm. it is not even funny at all for us as women with disability because we spend more to move out to do anything except you want to be taking okada mm-hmm. if you have to move out do things go for advocacy do this do that you have to be socioeconomically stable to some extent to be able to do these things so i had to tell myself that come on what is happening and then even i couldn't share i remember sharing um, some of my pictures i couldn't share a full picture i was still living in isolation i would only snap my face and post because i didn't know what the world would do to me because i had gone out to meet someone at an atrium because i have always said meet a stranger at an open space mm-hmm. that has been my mantra mm-hmm. no privacy mm-hmm. so i have gone to a place and maybe by the time the person saw me walking the person switched off his phone oh dear and i called and called and called and called and you know what i bought myself a plate of food after eating i called the bike and went back home it pained me it pained me like it pained me but i learned something from it so many people are taking advantage of women and girls with disability saying they love them and they in turn feel oh he's doing me a favor no man is doing anybody a favor i am bringing value to that table i am enough i am enough and so when i come into your life i am bringing that value i have into your life and together we will fulfill our god-given purpose so i decided that if this could happen to me with my level of education mm. who knows what is happening to that young lady in the rural area mm. that one pawine papa is deceiving and coming into her heart and going out mm. who knows what is happening to that lady in ajegunle even here in lagos who one guy is telling i love you talking on and using that to yoruba we say of in komi they are using that one to use bread to pack her stew i said no oh dear we can't keep silent we can't keep quiet enough is enough <sighs> women with disability have to stand up for themselves I'm not saying be arrogant. I'm not saying say but please know your place and know your worth. Thank you Kelechi.
today is is quite <laughs> i'm i'm speechless is is quite a deep uh, day you know we have to take this conversation uh beyond the radio because it's, it's a really deep one so uh I'm, I'm going to contact you and we're going to do a series of stuff together after the radio because a lot of people need to hear what you've got to say uh so i'm going to be asking you my final question now um which is to commend you, commend you to say you've done very well kelichi you've used Thank you so much. the lemons life throughout you you have managed to make yourself some lemonades you know by navigating your life admirably thus far and also channeling your passion for courses centered around physically challenged persons um do you mentor are you available to mentor if yes please Absolutely. could you could you please give us your social media handle or your email address um, so that anybody listening to you who needs a mentor will uh, kindly contact you because um from the little we've had this evening you are really fully packed with um no excuses at life and we want to pass that on to as many girls and as many women as possible Thank you so much Ezin me. So everyone listening, one word, one phrase for you is impossible is dead. Impossible, impossible is, is dead. dead. You can only accept that something is impossible when you are dead. As long as you have breath in you, keep striving. Whether you live with disabilities or not, you can get there. My social media handles on Facebook I'm Susan Kelechi. Mm-hmm. Um on um, IG I'm Unique Suzy. Mm-hmm. On Twitter I'm Suzy Unique. Okay. Suzy Unique. You would have seen my bio and all of that. I talk a lot about disability and all of that. And so I'm open whether you live with disability or not. And then my foundation like I talked about is supposed to be a legacy. Mm-hmm. Now like leave me mm-hmm. which stand as a voice even when I'm gone for persons with or without disability because I look at all the vulnerable groups I understand that persons with disability are part of the vulnerable group but yes. um, I also look at um uh, other vulnerable groups mm-hmm. like the elderly and some other persons and so it's still a new organization and I hope by God's grace when I get partnership sponsorship and collaboration to officially launch it and as well celebrate 40 years of surviving poliomyelitis it has been god it's not by my power it's not by my might it's been god and god alone and by will thank you kenichi thank you very much very quickly because we're running out of time now do you have any program this christmas in your foundation that you want people to know about yes um third of december would be international day for persons with disability mm-hmm. worldwide mm-hmm. it's recognized worldwide so i would like to celebrate it and you know reach out okay because storytelling helps us to reach out to people okay um thank you very much for coming on the show kelechi thank you indeed thank you. thank you so much i'm going to let you go because we are running out of time uh god bless you and god bless uh, you too. stay lifted up you, you woman. Too. thank stay you lifted. for having me you're welcome thank you susan for coming on the show indeed you have taught me so much today up you woman
one key thing I'm taking away from today is that disability is not a thing of the mind. So it's possible to be well with a disabled mind, spewing excuses left, right, and center, while a differently abled person is disregarding the excuses and acing all her goals. Education, check. Grooming, check. Poise, check. Multiple streams of income, check. Mothers and nurturers, check. We all know them. We all see them. Warriors, survivors, all of them. Salute. Because of you, the rest of us can be encouraged today to rise up and ditch our excuses and begin our journeys to the uphill life. If they can, we too can. And we heard it from Kelechi. Impossible is not just nothing. Impossible is dead. I love that one. It's dead. Wow. However, many other physically challenged persons like them are on the streets or hold up in care homes with rundown facilities and with little care for them. These homes only receive visitors a few times during the year, maybe Christmas, New Year, Easter, during someone's birthday, or on special occasions. At other times, no one knows they exist. These people deserve inclusion. They deserve to live their dreams too. And this is where I call on the government and well-meaning individuals to rise up to provide and adopt better policies and defined playing fields to teach them how to fish. Fish giving never does the job. If anything, it cripples the mind. And we want their minds to be active because it's only an active mind that can dream and then stand up for their dreams and then go on to actualize their dreams. Like Ilechi mentioned, they can actually function as independently as they, they should be able to if the right policies are put in place for them. To the differently abled woman who listened in today, to this program right now, no one can invalidate you. No one. Your validity comes only from you and from God. You're unique, like our guest Susan affirms herself on a daily. You're not like any other person. No two people are exactly alike. You have a purpose like no other. Like Kelechi said, that injection that didn't take her life, that merely crippled her legs, <laughs> wouldn't make her to live a non-productive life. So you have a purpose. Your purpose may be similar to somebody else's purpose, but there's a distinct flavor that only you can bring in the course of finding yourself and achieving your purpose. So please, don't give yourself the excuse of so-so-and-so is already doing it. Kelechi is already advocating. Lois is already advocating. Don't worry about that. Bring on your own style of advocacy. Bring on your own voice to advocate. The world is waiting for you. So I ask again, just before I round off today, woman, what is your excuse? What really is keeping you from setting out to become all that you can be? I hope you have been inspired. We're not saying it will be easy, but it's time to leave and outgrow the excuses. So no more excuses. We need to be intentional about this. A little at a time, a little at a time until our muscles grow. And this is where we wrap up today's edition of Up You With Ezine. It's been another amazing one. A sobering amazing one, I must say. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody that has been listening to the program. Thank you. It's been four amazing weeks on radio. And we are looking forward to doing more with you. Thank you to all our listeners, to advertisers, to the callers, to Frank. Thank you. To the engineers on duty, the amazing Up You team, and the best radio station, WFM. 
FM 91.7 radio. Uh, till I come your way next week, Saturday, up you, up you, up you. Stay strong, stay lifted. My name is Ezinde Kufre Ekanem. Bye bye.